Hey there, music heads. It's time to make us a mixtape. You know what to do. Put on your favorite songs. You know the spiel. But here's what we're going to do today. Since it's, uh, you know, quarantine city, uh, Paul and I have decided <laughs> to get together. We're wearing masks. You might hear us a little muffled. Yes. Uh, we are doing uh, our own little mixtape. Five songs each. Songs that we're just been listening to a lot during the quarantine. Quarantine time. Quarantine time. Yes. So uh, I've put five together. Paul's put five together. And uh, you keep putting your five together at home and email it to us at paulmartymix at gmail.com. And we love seeing them. We get them all the time. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to figure out ways to sort of contribute the list that everybody at home has been sending us. And uh, what we have done is put ourselves on the other side of the microphone, yes. Paul. This is tough, man. This is really, really hard. I, I now instantly understand. wanted to swap a song after I sent it to you, but <laughs> yeah. in, in the spirit of the podcast, I could not do it. Yeah. Um, I, I really felt like, oh, what, what if I would have done that? But you know what? Had I done that, it might not have stopped. Yeah. I might have kept going. I'm happy with the songs I picked. I think I've got a fucking banger of a list. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Very. I mean, I remember you messaged me. You got you. You did yours first. I'll mm-hmm. give you credit for that. And then you you're like, "Where's yours?" I'm like, "Dude, I I can't figure out the last two. It's tough. It's hard." Have you ever made a mixtape for anybody, Paul? Um, Just I've, kidding. We've <laughs> talked about this a thousand times. It's the old uh, so, uh, muscle memory. <laughs> all right, but I will say this. So again, these were sort of songs that we've been listening to lately. This isn't the all time yes. list or anything like that. No, this is basically uh, songs that we've been listening to. During uh, the quarantine. During the quarantine. You listening to music. When when, and where are you listening to it? Because I was a headphone guy when I would take walks, mm-hmm. uh, when I would be at coffee shops yeah. and things like that. Um, are you still listening to music as much or more? What's the story? I think I'm listening to it more. Because uh, you put on that boomer alt channel and then just... <laughs> No, sweep, here's what here's what, the floors here. I uh, I'm, I don't have Netflix. I'm one of seven people in the world that don't doesn't have Netflix. So okay. I have Comcast, and I like DVR some old shows, whatever. But when I want to just buckle down and do work mm-hmm. for comedy or write, I I put in my hundred song mix that I've, uh, I update every every so often. All right, and then um, or when I'm working out. Uh, I listen to uh, the show Music Choice, which is on Comcast. Music Choice? Music Choice Indie Channel. I get a lot of my music that way. Um, it's it, You know when you're in the hotels on the on the road? Yes. There's those music channels at the end. Yes. That's, Comcast has that. And they have every channel. They have like adult contemporary now, adult contemporary 90s. It's like Cirrus for television. And yeah. then it gives you the history of the, like every... 10 or, or no, I'm sorry, every 30 seconds they say, did you know that Jeff Tweedy or whatever, and mm-hmm. they give you background. So it's a kind of like a trivia. Like a pop-up video type of thing? Kind of, yeah, but there's no video. It's just music playing. Uh, no sh- pictures. Shout out to the fellow uh, mixtape heads out there who said they thoroughly enjoyed my uh, MTV Year in yeah. Rock 99 review. That was your idea. That was my idea. Yeah. You hated it. I was. I didn't say I hated it. I go, I'm, I'm always up for anything. I yes okay. and every day. Okay. okay. So Paul, uh, let me ask you first. Uh, tell me about these five Songs well, before we do that, I want to talk about the songs that we both that didn't make the cut because oh, okay. I think that that's important. Okay, um, to for the for the journey that we had, we send people on. Sure, and uh, and for me, there was a bunch. You I mean, wrote down. I didn't write down my songs. I I did. Okay, I sent them to you too. I, I think. know. I listen. I've been, that's fine. This has not been yeah, a good week for I'm me. I'm a lot more. Uh, <laughs> I've been so depressed and drinking yeah, this I week. Know. It happens. I yeah. got drunk too. So. I, the ones that didn't make it are uh, Soccer Mommy, Circle the Drain. Okay. That was one that was the last to get cut. I okay. really, really like that song. And if I 
I probably would have intertwined that and taken it out with something else. All right. Rolling on Isaiah Noah. That's an awesome song that actually a uh, fellow comedian friend of ours, Chris Higgins, introduced me to when we were uh, road tripping back when comedy was a thing. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I see a darkness. The version you came up with after we had Joe Goodkin on the good, the happy version, the happy version. Billy, uh, what's his name? Prince Billy. Yes. Prince Billy. That one. Um, Unreal City. M Ward didn't make it. Uh, and uh, Meet Me in the City. That's a song. Um, I can't read my writing, but some dude that was really funny, or really good. Jason Isbell. I wanted a Jason Isbell song, and I wanted an Avett Brothers song, really bad. And okay. I, and I, and that's those are the ones that didn't make it. You told okay. me a couple that you said we're gonna. Uh, I mean, I played you that uh, Luke Combs when it rains it pours, yeah. which is just like a. It's not like I guess country pop. Great song. I did. I actually it. like it. Yeah. Um, and I don't like country typically. I would have put a Darren Bradbury song uh, on this list. I love Darren Bradbury. You got me into them. Yeah. Got me into uh, them. Menzingers. Um, there were a couple a Menzinger call, yeah. songs that almost got on there. I almost threw an Alkaline Trio on just for old time's sake. But if we were, that's like all time stuff. And, and, and it, I haven't listened to them lately. Yeah. Um, Menzinger, I was listening to. So the way I did this list yeah. was the songs that I started listening to in um, during the quarantine. Okay. Menzingers. Uh, Anna and America. Those are the songs I was listening to yeah. before the quarantine. Yeah. Um, there was Pine Grove songs I was listening to before the quarantine. But these are the songs that I got into after March or whatever. Yeah, I would have went with uh, some mom jeans maybe. Oh, yeah. I would have went with, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of who else I would have went with. Um, uh, the Vandaliers. I've got a lot of their songs that okay. I listened to. Um, I would have done probably, uh, maybe like tempted by Marty Stewart. I've been listening to that a lot lately. Tempted the squeeze song. No, no, no. It's just, I know I'm tempted. I don't know. How are you? How are you listening now? What are your habits in terms of, if I go out to like get groceries, uh, obviously, uh, I've been playing a lot of Nintendo switch. So I throw my headphones on for that and I just listen to tunes. Okay. Um, more or less than you were before. Well, I used to take some long ass walks, yeah. so I would get a whole lot of music down. Um, so you know, it's it's just a little it's a little different when you're sort of uh, gotcha more stuck inside and not and not listening like I used to. Okay, uh, but also I've been listening. I watch a lot of YouTube, and I watch a lot of YouTube review shows, uh, which I don't have handy right now. Uh, there's one guy who does kind of like rock and metal, like a, almost like a. It reminds me of wrestling, and it's funny because he actually started a wrestling channel. Um, and there's one called Trash Theory, which is this British guy who does these kind of mini documentaries about songs and bands, which I'm really into. Because you were asking me, like, well, how'd you hear this song or how do you hear new songs? And I was like, I listen to a lot of these. No, I, I, I'm more curious as to know, before you started, you played the Josh Combs yeah. song. And and for me, I learn about Luke country. Combs. Luke Combs. I'm sorry. I learn about country two ways because I don't ever listen to country okay. stations or uh, it's never on my radar. I mean, country radio. Ooh, it's tough because it's, yeah. it's all the new shit and it's, it's not even real on my cheesy. Preset. It's real bad. It's like Florida Georgia line shit. So when I hear it, it's when I'm at, a, usually when I'm on the road mm-hmm. and in a bar and especially like this, the one songs I sent you, uh, bitches, it's called bitches. Yeah. But that I learned, uh, at a country, country rock bar in Arizona. Oh, nice. And then the other one way I learned is like women who love country. They're like, do you like this song? And I'm like, you, nine out of 10 times. I don't like it. But oh, those okay. are the two ways I listen. Cause Everything else, like, you know, com- other comedians will introduce you to songs or my music choice show or, or XRT. I That's, thought I was uh, or also you too. put on. Yeah. Well, you give me I was going to say uh, that Randy Rogers band song this time around 
was that was uh, at a bar. That was yeah. I learned. I was at a country bar um, that I heard that. I was like, this is actually a good country. Real song. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was I was uh, very tempted to put that on there. That was that was going to be. Oh wow. That was a possibility. That was definitely a possibility. Okay. And uh, actually, Randy Rogers kind of has a hit on his hands now with this "Hold My Beer" song. Oh, that's him. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it was him the same and Wade dude. Bowen have done it. They've they've got like a, a little collaboration, and it's like kind of becoming a big a big uh, hit. I kind of wish uh, I could write a country song because you can make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, and again, if you haven't, if you've got time at home, uh, I do now. Well, and you have to pay for it if it's on Amazon because yeah. we have the the PBS app, uh, which is like five bucks a month. So don't buy this. Here's what you do: get the PBS app for just one month or whatever. And then watch all the Ken Burns documentary, uh, country documentary. It's so good. And yeah. I mean, when they talk about songwriter, like Songwriters Row, where all these people just set up shop and just started making uh, albums and writing songs and stuff like that. But well, that's well, here Speaking there. of country. It's time. We got to get into yeah. this because we're both doing our top five, our, our, yeah. our five uh, song mixtape right yeah. now. So both, Speaking of country, though, I do see the transition here. Yeah, man. Why don't you start the list? Because you actually start your list. Yeah. With a with banger. a banger, uh, it's a new banger, and it's a it's one of those songs that'll put a little pep in your step. It'll, and it's country, it, and it's country. Uh, the Dixie Chicks are back after a almost twenty year hiatus. These these ladies were off since I think twenty oh six, and that's covered in the Stephen Hayden book. Uh, your your favorite. There you is go. Uh, so this is Gaslighter uh, from the Dixie Chicks. So Wait for these drums to kick in. Hold on a second. Oh, it still hasn't kicked in yet. The best part of this is when the drums kick in, I think. And the lyrics are fucking cutting. So cutting. cutting. I was just going to say. Covering her divorce, Natalie's divorce. Check out these drums. It's so specific. I right away, I'm like, who is this song about? It's some actor dude who was on like one of those like NCIS shows. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's just talking about how like I I let it be all about you and and you yeah, just were never satisfied. Yeah. And what did he do on her boat? She goes, you know what you did on my boat and that's why you're never coming home. And she goes, you're sorry, but you never gave me an apology. What did he do? Dude, who knows? She, What's I mean, your imagination? She, she, he made a pass at somebody on her on their big giant yacht. yacht? Yeah. That's the thing. When you have a yacht, you can get into a lot of trouble because it's huge. <laughs> Do we know it's a yacht? No, but come on. What do they got? A little, little. I don't know. Uh, robot. It's your imagination. It's it's. I'm not going to say it's like a yacht that a, a gazillionaire would have, but Dixie uh, chicks. I well, bet it's a it's a boat where there's cabins like yeah there's at least a couple brooms so do you picture that they did something he did something let's call him bob mm-hmm. uh, well, well no he probably hasn't like a cool he does name. but caleb okay Whatever. um do you think he did something while they were having a party or yeah. did he go on his own no. to the oh, yacht you know what you did on my boat meaning he's like hey she's out of town let's yes, uh, get that's on the what, boat that's what i picture <gasps> i picture yeah. that he's like hey Let's go. I'm going to bring, like, he brought, like, seven of his friends, shady yeah. friends. They're doing yeah. some blow. And then there was a girl there, and, like, he did something. He didn't. He's like, I, I can't do this. But then 
she she was probably a millennial or and she put it on snapchat see i think he pulled uh what's that movie old school when uh when um uh, who's the guy who hosted The Daily Show for the first time? Oh, uh, oh, Keith, uh, not Keith Oberman. Uh, I know Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn. How he oh, like dude, hit yeah. on the 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 woman at the party? Yeah. Like there was some help on the boat that yeah. was like serving food or something. <laughs> yes. And he's like, "Oh, look at you!" And then yeah. just got all creepy with her, and he was like talking real close and stuff. Right. And then someone's like, "Natalie, your fucking husband's talking to that chick," and he's she's like, "You fuck like a server." But it sounds like it sounds like he did something not just like you're not gonna write a song and be like remember when i thought you were kind of sort of flirting with that girl on my boat it's like nah dude you did something on that boat and and it and it leads to adultery is where we both ah, think maybe we'll see or i mean what but, else there, but they didn't say a lot about it It sounds more like he was an asshole they didn't say like uh oh no she did say something about like when you listen to this with your other with your new girlfriend or something yeah. like that anyway it's, a, it's just a good tune i like i really like the dixie chicks I, uh, I I have a new found love for them through you, and then also from the the, the book, uh, your favorite band is killing me. I, I, and then and then you go back and listen to those songs. Yeah, a little more open minded. You know, back then when in the two thousands, I was like, country music sucks. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, now I have like a more open. You're an adult now. I'm I'm an adult. You're an adult. It's listening to it at a different period. And you of life. you uh, you certified it as a banger. Huh? You I certified do. it as a banger. I 100 think it's Woo-hoo-hoo. an amazing song. It's just so detailed. I, mean, I know you like story songs yes. a lot, and every time I have a story song, I send it to you. I'm like, you're gonna like this song, mm-hmm. and I'm usually right. You sure are. Um, but this one is just. I mean, they're they're so good, and it's also like, you know, they were before Taylor Swift, where they crossed over to pop. And yeah. So that's my thought. Yeah, I mean, I I was wondering if you would have thought it was a banger, but uh, I like it. Yeah. Now that you said that, I have uh, my head is full of no doubt. <laughs> you would have thought you were going to play a no doubt song the way I set that up for you. No, the fir- going to my also first this song. is going to be fun too because Paul normally I play the music on this program yeah. and when we have a guest it's a piece of cake. Yeah. But the other day when you we did, when we did the MTV one it was hard to kind of help run the show Tubble. and right uh, get my stuff. Well, I used to do it, but then my we're going to just phone. bounce back and forth. Yeah, is there a reason uh, why this upcoming song "Head Full of Doubt" by the Avid Brothers is your first song? Uh, I have been listening to, during the quarantine, I have been listening to Avid Brothers significantly more than I ever have in my life. Um, I went through the whole list because we have the uh, iTunes package, and I just listened to their catalog one day just walking mm-hmm. the city. It was one of the nice days, and I was just like, it's such an emotional uh, journey with them. I got, a, I got some of their songs on my phone. Yeah, and I, and I couldn't decide which Avid Brothers song to put on. And this one is already on my 100 list. What were you thinking ones, of? Um, I uh, three the I don't know a lot of their names of the songs, but I and Love and You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great song. But then I didn't want people to read into it because it's not. It was just that you th- would be like what have love in your heart. Yeah, you don't like, want you don't want that to get out there. It's, it's not consistent with my brand. Oh, okay. And uh, and the reason why I got into it is just because like the quarantine, you're in your head. I was I spent time with my family, and I was just like, okay, this is. And I I've been playing guitar too. And playing all their songs, which are so fun to play on guitar because okay. they do so many cool parts. But this song is actually on a commercial right now. Um, and that's For how what? I, um, it's, uh, I think it's like a, a woman. Well, the story is she, um, I think it's for either a bank or a credit card, but she loved baking. And then her song is a special, her son is a special needs. And then they open a uh, thing oh, together. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's such a cool okay. song. and. And it's kind of like a, it's like a, you said it, my, you said my list was uh what'd you call it? 
Well, I was playing it in the apartment, and and Sarah, Sarah goes, "Is Paul okay?" <laughs> it's a chill. It's list, real chill. But this is a it's hey, a hot, happy, and I'm gonna ding you. Ready to get dinged? Yeah. All dudes. All dudes. Yeah. Yeah. D- oh, I see. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But um, and Paul didn't even realize that. I don't. I don't see the patriarchy is strong <laughs> with this one. It's funny because. Um, if you look at my top hundred song list, mm-hmm. it's mostly female singer songwriters. Oh, interesting, interesting. So I think I've look. These are sad times. This is these are this is sad boy music, and here we go, starting it off. Um, the sad boy brothers. I, I mean don't the Ava brothers. Sad. This is a hopeful song. Sure, but it's sad. The I'll play it in the background. This for guy's a little voice bit. is fantastic. Their harmonies are amazing. I saw them in concert at ACL Austin City Limits, and uh, it was like one of the best if shows you get the I've PBS ever seen. Act. App all the city, all not all, but a shitload yeah. of Austin city limits. Oh, the, the that's at the yeah. I'm talking about the festival, but yeah, those are yeah. awesome too. I just saw the, I saw the. Uh, there's a, a dot, and there's a documentary on Austin city limits on Amazon for free. Nice, it's great. But um, but this song has a it has a release in this song, which I I think is like hopeful, which yeah. is kind of oh, I consistent. like that a release. That's they call it when it's like somber and then yeah. And I will always love you. That's not. That's a no. Yeah. It's not the same, but I, I know what you're saying, and I and I do think that this song is a positive, chill song. I don't mm-hmm. think it is a sad song, but they do have some sad songs too. How about that line about it? Listen about like who you voted doesn't matter who got elected. Right. Like basically saying like, look, who's ever in the whoever got elected. I think obviously they're talking about Trump. It's like you got to just keep living your life. Like you can't That's be about your life can't be about this. Yeah, no, they, they very cool, of- very cool. They uh they were on. Uh, a podcast recently, Pete Holmes podcast, and I thought it was a really good one. It was like six hours. Oh, you both like, of them on? Or uh, the brothers or just one? They're not. They're like a whole bunch of people. They're in not that brothers. Band. I thought it was two brothers. They all are, but there's like a bunch of people in the band. Whoa, interesting. But yeah, it's a it's a hopeful song. It's positive. Yeah, I think it's great. And there is that line. Yeah, that your life isn't run by the man who's elected. Real cool. Real cool songs, and and like I said, I've been playing a lot of guitar, and playing their songs are fun and. See, this is I think the most we've ever played a song, and yeah. it's your song. You can song. play in the background. Legally, okay. legally, can we? Uh, we're talking over it. Yeah. Uh, Actually, have you, have I don't you know. seen them in concert? I saw them at the ACL thing, like I just. Oh, said. that's right. So, but I haven't seen them in, like in a real, true concert setting. Yeah. But they are um, so awesome, in my opinion. I, I think they're. Are you listening to a lot of sad songs lately? Yeah, I think a little bit. I think it's uh, not. But here's the thing: you say that to me, but I listen to these songs when I work out too. Okay, I've always been a slow singer-songwriter guy. Yeah, and that's just the thing. guy, guy, guy. No, so, so singer-songwriter guy, guy. No, but I do tend to lean towards female singer-songwriters. Sure. Like Lucy Dacus, uh, Phoebe Bridgers are. You love Liz Fair. Liz Fair. Yes. All those people are like huge. Liz is a little more rocker. But um, but I I like the su- Sarah. Sarah, we were talking about Liz Fair the other night, and Sarah made this analogy of Liz Fair kind of seems like not that no not we're not dissing on her authenticity or anything, but she almost seems like it's like a female singer who was like made in a lab to make guys be like, Ugh, I want a woman to sing mm-hmm. that song about me. Yeah, like it's kind of very much like we we sort of made the. Uh, the analogy that she seems like a female comic who all the guys are like, ah, she's cool. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, and yeah, she talks about it in her, in her autobiography, her memoir. It's really cool. 
and and she's very open about it and she's got another book coming up but she talks about her relationships her failed marriage mm -hmm. her relationship with a bandmate which mm -hmm. you know it's it's frowned upon yeah. but um but yeah i i am a big fan of hers phoebe bridgers of course is like my my all-time favorite right see now, now i feel because i called you out from only yeah. having dudes that you're doubling down on. I am. I'm making sure. <laughs> but the only one, and you're right though. Um, I think during this, um, during this quarantine, I've been leaning towards uh, male singers, which sure. is, is unusual for me. Well, I think it's okay. I think you're working through it. You know. Yeah, I can't transition to your. Uh, Don't your worry next about song. it. Uh, but next I up. do. I do want to say that I was very impressed that this song was on your list. Really? Had you heard yeah. the song before? Oh my god. Uh, I was obsessed with this song about four years ago. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little late to this party, but uh, I started listening to this is uh, Strands of Oak, uh, which is kind of like a. Uh, I like this when it's one guy, but he goes by a band name. Yep. Big fan of that. Um, it's an Indiana-based singer-songwriter named Tim Showalter. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Strands of Oak is just, uh, a good old Americana kind of rockin' band. Um, and, uh, it, this is just another banger of a song. Goshen, which is where he's from in Indiana. Goshen, Indiana. I've, is that I've, by you? I've made, nah, not by me, but I've made deliveries to Goshen <laughs> on numerous occasions. Okay. Uh, I think we had one of our, uh, back when I was in, in high school, I'd have to go up there like on a Saturday and make deliveries. So I'm very familiar with Goshen. And here is Goshen 97 by Strands of Oak. Sonic boom right away, baby. You like that Pumpkins lyric, don't you, in here coming up? This is good. Check this out. Enjoy. Ooh, I was trying to hit the post. Make us a mixtape. 4.30, 56 degrees afternoon. Enjoy Chicago weather. It's a nice one out there. Wear your mask. Stay safe. Here we go. To uh, Strand of Oak, Strand of Oak, uh, Strand of Oaks, right? Strand of Oaks. Strand of Oaks. Um, I saw they were playing at Lollapalooza. Yeah. And uh, our mutual friend Chris uh, Bader had uh, he has VIP passes, and I go, look, dude, I don't care about you. Just ninety percent of these bands. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's funny because. He, uh, Tim Schulwalter, and Stephen Hayden have a friendship. The guy who wrote that book, and they talk about the pumpkins. Oh, that's why I, I started listening to him because I read your favorite band is Killing yeah. Me. That's it. So because this was the pavement smashing pumpkins, right? Him Fuck, and Stephen Hawkins. He there's had, a lyric in a in a pavement song where they talk about the smashing pumpkins and Stone Temple Pilots, yeah. and it's it's real pithy. It's nothing. But, they call them like outdoor kids or something and like what is the the lyrics real pithy it's nothing but billy corgan did not let to this it go. day yeah. and to this day he's like hates them yeah and it's, and it's a rivalry between them yeah because of that 
Yeah. So, but but Tim Schulwalzer is like a huge pumpkins. He's involved in that whole thing, and and they had parallel thinking. You got to read the book; it's amazing. Yes. Um. But Strain of Oak, going back to that when this album, he had a couple other songs from that album with Go- Goshen on it. Um, Heal. It's it's a great album. He's he's going through some shit on that album. Divorce. It's his divorce album. Right. And uh, and I went on. St- I I got to go on stage to watch them. I was because. They were playing like four o'clock Lollapalooza sure. and there wasn't a big crowd, but I got to be on the stage with like this far away. We're six feet away right now from the guitarist. Yeah. And uh, and it was the coolest experience. His guitar fell off and he came over. Mm-hmm. His strap fell over to get. He goes, what's up, man? I'm like, yeah. did he go Paul from Shoeshine Boy? <laughs> it was so cool. And then um, and they were so good. That album has got some bangers on it, like upbeat songs. But the new album he has is a lot slower. Yeah. And so they were at the like one o'clock slot at the last festival I went to, which was Innings Festival in Arizona. And they played all. They played. Uh, they played this song. They I was real bummed out because the last fe- the last festival music festival there's ever been. They I was there. were also in town like right after I read that book and started getting into them. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to be in town ever. They had like just come to Chicago. And I Where was did like, they play it? Uh, uh, the Metro. Get, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, because Joe, the bartender at he went. Uh, at uh, I was just going to say, Factory loves them. Yeah, he's yeah. a big fan, and that new album has a line. Um, I hope I get my shit together before I'm forty. It's Dude. fucking. It just cuts. I remember when I thought that was going to be the case. <laughs> but it's funny because he's our, he's like, he's, yeah, I don't know. He's about our age. But, Gotta um, be. Gotta but be around that, our age. That new album, um, and this, Goshen 97, this song was like in heavy rotation three summers ago from here. Three or four summers oh, ago. Really? Oh, that's cool. Um, and then I saw him in concert and I was like, that's I'm all so I want to I'm so happy that you brought the book. Yeah, the book is where I yeah. came up with that. I was like. And, and it's so funny because this guy comes up in multiple, Strange Vogue comes up often and uh it's so cool that there's it, they, he has this following and and it's funny because at innings fest there wasn't a lot of people who got it like there yeah. weren't a lot of people there and I they had an early slot with but, a lot of those Lollapalooza acts like where it's like oh there's a band that i like um i can't remember what it is but they have a clip of one of their songs and uh and they're at a music festival in this tiny little tent and at first people are just walking by but then after a while they're kind of like they get oh it, yeah. wait a minute um, but anyway, that's the slot they usually give to people that they're like, all right, you're going to. Yeah. And it's, it's wild too to keep, we keep, we keep bringing up this, your favorite band is killing me. Uh, because one of the other rivalries they talk about in that book is, uh, the, uh, Jack white oh, yeah. versus the, right. uh, well uh dude from the black keys, which is Paul's second song, the length by the black keys. Links. Yeah. Well, they play it. Uh, Ah, dude, this song. <laughs> I think you're going to understand why my girlfriend said, is Paul okay? Paul's in his, here's what I pick. You're in your bathtub, fully clothed with a guitar and a bottle of wine on the toilet next to it. And you're just playing these fucking songs on your guitar. You're playing along. Close. Or you're singing into I like a, wine. you're singing into like a hairbrush. <laughs> ah, dude. So, yes, that book talks about the, the rivalry between the Black Keys and, and White Stripes. And, and I know this is controversial, but I'm a huge Black Keys fan. Um, not a huge not a huge White Stripes fan. Interesting. And uh, I think that I, this song has, like, a great slide part. And I used to play slide guitar a little bit in a guitar. And I, I made myself learn all the parts on this song because I... That's how I learned a song. I, I dissect it. I obsessed with it. And this has been in regular rotation since the quarantine. 
but uh, big Black Keys fan. Um, I know that you're you're more White Stripes, right? You're a Jack you know, White guy. Uh, I'm not really. I don't really know much uh, White Stripes after sort of the radio stuff. Uh, I've, I've never really like seeked out a lot of their stuff. I don't really like the white guy bluesy stuff okay. too much, which is a lot of Jack White sure. sort of thing. Um, they just never, I think like to me, if I'm listening to stuff that's like hard, I either want to listen to like metal or punk rock. So a lot of times rock bands will slip under my radar because I'm not like super into like, well, Jack White had different projects after mm-hmm. the White Stripes, which were more or less bluesy and more hardcore. Yeah. Like Electric Six. Yeah. Electric Six. You're big. Do you like Raconteurs? Fire on the Disco. Yeah. Fire on the Taco Bell. What about the <laughs> Raconteurs? Do you like them or no? They're fine. With, uh, Brandon. Yeah, they're fine. But like, I just, I don't know. There's certain bands I, if I, if I need that thing filled. Energy. Yeah. You go to heavy. I mean, like the White Stripe stuff that I know, Seven Nation Army and things like that, Hotel Yorba. I like I like their stuff, but I've I've never really like dug Got deep. Um, whereas like if there's other stuff, other bands or whatever, if I kind of want like, like I, I, I know the bands I want to listen to. We And that's funny because same callback to Joe Loisel again, our friend, uh, bartender Laugh Factory and my son, adopted son. Yeah. He is a huge Jack White fan. Yeah. Like obsessively. Yeah. And so. I get it. He's a talented dude. I like I like him in interviews and stuff like that. I loved him in uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story playing <laughs> Elvis Presley. Um, oh, I didn't know that was him. Yeah, that was him. Oh, nice. Uh, but, but it's just it's just nobody who he hasn't really been on my radar. And the Black Keys, they're somebody who I, I and it's it's interesting in the word in the book they talk about this. I learned about them from commercials. Oh, right. Because they've marketed a lot of their songs for commercials. They were the first to do that. Yeah. Like, or not the first, but the first to like make a shit ton yeah. of money doing it. And uh, they were big like Apple kind of. I think like Apple used them a mm-hmm. lot back in the day. It was one of those where it's like, oh, this song again. Yeah. Um, I'm always fascinated by two guys. The Japan Droids is a band I like. Yeah. Two dudes. Uh, I love a band with two people. Do you remember Joe Purdy too? He was a yeah. singer songwriter. He was in a lot of those commercials too. He just can't get it right today. It was like a Volkswagen or a car commercial, and people were but like they did an article in, on him in NPR, I think, and it shows like he people were like that was when people were like, oh, you're doing commercials, and he's like, uh, this those commercials paid for my house here, sure. in wherever small town is. I in remember, Georgia. I think Henry Rollins was talking about that one time, and he was like, this was when Lust for Life was a cruise commercial, and he was on a show. Uh, and they were talking about it, and he was like, I think he mentioned Iggy Pops specifically said, like, I didn't write it for them. If they want to use it for that, right. go for it. Uh, and it's real interesting where nowadays, like, people don't, they don't bat an eye if somebody yeah. does a, a, uses a song for a commercial or, or does a commercial where it's like, God, I just remember, like, back in the day, it was, like, such a it sin. It was so it simple. Was like, and now it's even the Rolling Stones, the people who bought the the catalogs with the Beatles, Wilco, and, and, and Jeff Tweedy in his biography, his autobiography talks about it. Cause What's they the did Neil the Young song? song? It's, like, This Bud's For You. Yeah. And he did a spoof, and it's, man, I watched it. It's wild because, I, I again, uh, I think in the MTV book they talked about it was one of the few videos that was banned. Where they're like, it's so wild with MTV where they would like play these videos, like having not seen them. No, no, no. They would like play videos that like they really hadn't seen. And they're like, they played it and it's like, it's got like Michael Jackson's hair getting on fire. And then like Neil Young's in the back. Like, I think he pours a beer on his head to put it out and he's like, this beer's for you. And it's just like crazy. They got away with all well because they weren't really, they were watching for like something different. They probably had the the music off and they just 
watching to see if yeah. anything is all. But it is it is wild how like nobody cares anymore as yeah. far as who puts what song up for a, a commercial. Well, talking about two people bands, that goes back to your saying that Dickie Barrett said, Can, "If you can't do it live." Some of these Black Key songs and some of the oh, White Stripe songs have yeah. a third guitar, yeah, and uh, or different parts. And yeah. then on stage, I was watching some videos the other night, and there was a we're talking about two piece uh, bands, sort of like a punk pop duo. And it's like you're watching it, and you're like, "Were well, you even a co- no? This is you've got to have more people doing this." So Local H had to do that too. So when they had concert, obviously they were a two piece, mm-hmm. um, and there was other bands that were three pieces. That eventually, when they had live shows, there was a fourth person that comes on. Sure, record company, the band I saw live, which was also an amazing band. Well, I like too, um, like you were like Nirvana when they added Pat Smear. Like we just needed more firepower, just for that one for certain songs. Yeah. And they're like, "Why don't you just stay out there?" Um, but yeah, or if you have like a Courtney Love type who has a guitar who's not yeah. playing it. And then for those who don't know, the Dickie Barrett. Uh, if you can't play it live, don't play it. From the Mighty Mighty Boss. That's my Dickie Barrett impression. We always have to have a reference yeah. to that on the show, or we're not really being sure. Sa- and if anybody at home is wondering, I would have probably went with Rascal King from my. Uh, <laughs> or where did you go from the Clueless soundtrack? <laughs> it's really wild, really wild what you got there. I love what you did there, Paul. My next song coming up, song number three, uh, is features Robbie Folks and the wonderful Linda Gale Lewis. This song is called Wild, Wild, Wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, these two, and it's it's like getting a time machine. Here we go. This song fucking bangs. This could be from the 50s. I love it. Check out her voice here. So why, why is this song? How did this make it? Just, I love Robbie Folks. I was actually supposed to see him in Milwaukee uh, oh, later this right. month, and it got uh, postponed. postponed. Um, uh, love Robbie Folks. Uh, uh, I... Uh, Let's Kill Saturday Night's one of my all-time favorite Great songs. Great song. All-time favorite songs. Um, and, and just going through his catalog, this song just is so fun. And there's a live version of them doing it. And With Linda Gale yeah, Lewis? Yeah, they're both doing it together. Who is she, by the way? Do you know? A, a singer. I, okay. I don't know. Uh, and they're, they're, they're playing together. Uh, no, stu- no, no crowd. They're just in a studio. And oh, like this part right here, and he's just telling it. He's funny, too. If you ever see him live, he's real funny. Uh, it cracks up the crowd and he's talking and she's just listening and laughing a little bit but she knows it's her part to jump back in and as he's talking she's just like I gotta go and she just goes and he goes oh whoops sorry about that and it's oh, so he funny it's not yeah. intentional yeah nice. no he's just like he just kept talking he's like well you know and then and she just started singing he's like oh yeah. never mind I, you know I always I always appreciated that song the, the Robbie Falk songs they play on XRT I enjoyed yeah but I could never get into them oh okay yeah no, and I know you're a big fan yeah. and this was a song too I was like oh like if I was gonna go Robbie Falk this is not the song uh, I think. but I do like it's like okay. I just lived a country song yeah I took a lot of pills and died left this one it's good man and he's one of those guys who should be more famous like it's, it's got it's a, a bummer it's got a feel like you said of that Richie Havens generation or yeah the dude what's the dude that died in the plane crash the other one the Big Bopper, uh, Richie, uh, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly, oh yeah, yeah. It's a little Buddy Holly-ish. 
Yeah. God, I can't think of his name. I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> um, but Steve yeah, and, and, it, and again, it just bangs. It's just, it's just give, it's okay. a toe tapping song and it's just real cool. And, uh, you know, I love a good, I love a good duo back and forth, male, yeah. female duo back, duet back and forth. I, I like harmonies when when a male and a female voice combine solidly. Like yeah. and, and that that was a big thing with Ryan Adams. He did it on his albums. We had uh, on "Come Pick Me Up," and then when he did Beth Orton, um, yeah, he did her. He produced her album. And, and with that song, singing. I have a perfect mix of half male and female uh, performers. <laughs> unintentionally, right? unintentionally. Oh, that's yeah. wow! Yeah. Look at you playing the diversity card. Hey, man, I just want to celebrate. I just want to celebrate everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? It's funny because you're so typically you're so yeah. But then I, I can get dinged with they're all white people. So yeah. I, I'm more <sighs> of a who knows who cares. I'm more of a who knows who cares. Who knows who cares, Paul? By the local natives, your song number three. How'd you pick this song, or why'd you pick this song? This song. So we had a guest on here a month ago, Jason Paul from Air the Side of Caution, yes. who introduced me to this song, and since he's been since he did, I've been listening to the song nonstop. His mix still, uh, AM. What is it? AM Taxi. Oh no, that was uh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny, don't Johnny. You like right. his? I like Jason's. That's yeah. right. That's right. All right, let's play a little bit for those that don't remember from episode. I don't know what episode yeah, it was. You know, you know the one. The one. I'm going down into the river, baby. Listen to the sound. Something only God knows. Here we go. So good. See, I kind of think of this as upbeat, even though it's kind of like mellow. Okay. It's just kind of like, it's all going to work out type feel. Um, I saw them in concert at Lollapalooza too, and I wasn't a big, like, oh, they're okay. But this song, since uh, since that episode, I've been listening to it, another one of those songs where I, I take it on guitar, the bass lines, everything. It's, it's such a simple song, but it's so, the harmonies make it so amazing. But that's my, those are my two cents on this song. Yeah. It's chill. Again, real chill. Chill as possible. Sure. I, I don't think. But I do a, like a chill, upbeat song. Yeah, it's like it's it's got like a positive. I like energy. a good like pick yourself up and dust yourself off kind of song. Which is kind of what I feel like about this whole time, right? Like it's yeah. like, hey, come on, no, use it, be silver lining, be positive. There'll sure. be comedy again on the other side. Sure, there will. It's gonna be different. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be, be wild. weird. It's gonna be wild. <sighs> but yeah, I think it's a I think it's a cool song. I I do want to like, I tried to listen to the other songs again now. Um, now that I was exposed to the song, and I'm like, uh, oh, it's still kind of the rest of the songs don't really hit me as hard. Yeah, so, be honest, but that's a good one. Yeah, I, I I wasn't too familiar with local natives. Yeah, I the only reason I I um I saw them at Lala is because they were they were in front of me. I'm like, oh, cool. All right, let's see what this is. And it was it was cool, but a lot of people are really into them, and uh, they do big numbers at shows in terms of when they when they tour. But I interesting. Just never... Yeah, it's I mean, what a treat to go see a band. And then their opener is like, oh, pretty cool. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're just like, whoa. I mean, that's what's, I hate that too, though, when it's like 
you get into a band from seeing them and you wish you knew all the songs, then you go like, oh, if I would have seen them and I knew all these songs, right. it would have been even better. You go back and get to see them after. Yeah. That's a big good feeling. And that's how, when I saw Avid Brothers about six years ago at uh, Austin City Limits, I knew some of their songs. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's like, now I know their whole cat. I want to see them again. Yeah. Um, and Local Natives was, it's one of those things. Again, Lollapalooza, the best bands are the ones that are doing the, the two to six o'clock slots, for me at least. Yeah, um, the headliners always like. Oh, all right. I don't really give a shit. But I mean, there's good headliners. There. Who? Uh, who? Hmm. Let's see. I remember um, Arctic Fire or Arcade. Arctic Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Arctic Monkeys. Arcade Arctic Fire. Monkeys. Same was, band to me. They're the well, same band. Arctic I know they're Monkeys not, but was a headliner one year, and then Arcade Fire was yeah. a, again. And I was like, I could. I'm ready to go home. And yeah. you've been drinking or doing sure. drugs the whole time. And you're like, all right, this is a time to get out of here. Yeah. I always like the bands that the slots before. But they did. They, you're right. They did have some good. I mean, I mean yeah. And there, there's always going to be. Chance the Rapper was a good one. Sure. There's always going to be the like the big name bands that everyone champions and goes Metallica. and sees. But like to see somebody who's just kind of like, Whoa, what's this going on over here? And then you listen or whatever. Very cool. I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah. I like it, too. I like it a lot. Uh, it's so funny when I know that I have a song coming up. I'm like, how are you going <laughs> to? Shoehorn this in. I cannot even try. We're on your fourth song. This is someone that I I didn't know anything about this. Never heard this song before. Didn't know anything. So tell us what you know. Uh, This song was recommended to me uh, by my dear friend Kevin Aldridge, who does all the music for uh, my other podcast, uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. He's the one who sent us uh, his mix on a Walkman. Uh, He's a musician himself. He's a a Texas boy, so he knows uh, good uh, rock-infused country music. And he thought I would enjoy this song. And boy, was he fucking right. This is Tall Trees uh, by Matt Mays and El Torpedo. I feel like it's somebody who likes Metallica and country music. Big guitars it's up It's like top. From Whom the Bells Tolls the beginning. It's like, who's going to love me when you're gone? It's really cool. I didn't even pick that up the first time. Yeah, it's a a cool song. It's funny to me, if you put these two lists next to each other, people would know which one was yours. (laughs) Like, Like, all right, they'd be like, all right. We got two guests on the show. If they're gonna make a thing, they're like, one guy's from a small town, not a small, from Indiana. You look at his picture; he's got a mullet. <laughs> I don't have a mullet. He's got a. I think it's all the same size. He's got a, a, a flannelish shirt on, a beard, <laughs> tattoos. Oh yeah, a yeti full like, of white mango white. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that's right, triggered mango white cloth. And it's funny because. Uh, We've done shows recently together, and I've, I've come on after you, and I've called you out because you go on stage with your white claw always, and it's and you got lately for, always for people who haven't seen Marty live lately. He's on this. He's got country boots on. <laughs> he's got a boots. whole uh, bass a pro shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, long hair in the back. I'm in a phase, and uh, and people buy into this whole thing. And they then buy I, into it. <laughs> 
And no, because oh, you, you sh- usually shit on. I think the last two times we've had shows, we've had to shit on the crowd. Yeah, right. They need a little kick in the butt. And then, uh, and then it's funny. Like you'll take a like you'll take a draw out of your white. I'm like, no one's gonna call him out on that. And then I no. do, and nobody. You come up and you try to <laughs> you try to poke holes in my yeah. shit, and they're just like, we we like the guy. Yeah, no, because you're like we enjoyed well, the white. Claw but it's guy. funny. That's not consistent with my brand. I only do it because I'm like, I just want to call out the inaccuracies of, or the inconsistencies in your character, <laughs> which is because you're a woke. You're a woke. Uh, what are you talking about? Indiana I'm a fun folk. boy. I'm a fun boy. You're the father that we. Uh, I like to have fun. So that was good. That's a that's a Canadian dude, Matt Mays. Oh, is he? Yeah. I I would not have pictured that. It's always funny when like you read the bios and they're like from the legendary Canadian band, the Fluff Truckers, and you're like, well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Matt Mays. Oh, I, I pictured him as a Texas band. No, for sure. Canadian. But those you people forget. There's some hillbillies in Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Check, check out Bret Hart's whole family. They're all <laughs> Canadian hillbillies. A famous wrestling Wrestler. family from Calgary, which is like the Texas of Canada. Calgary is? Yeah. Huh. Have you ever looked at a map of Canada? It's crazy. So these Canadian wrestlers, and, and RIP to a lot of them, they passed away because they'd make these drives. And it was like they're driving like on these treacherous roads and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, a lot of them were like packed in a van. And uh, I don't know if you know adorable Adrian Adonis. He was uh, WrestleMania 3, yeah. Wrestle Brody Buddy Piper. He died in a, a van wreck. Oh, no. Um, yeah. But it's it's a massive country where it's like there are certain tours they do where they can only do them in the winter because the, the uh, it freezes over and they drive on the frozen ice. Wait, why do they have to do it in the winter? Oh, so they have access to these locations yeah. oh, gotcha. i think okay i can't remember colt does them and they call them like god they have like a like an ominous name for them almost like the death tour or something yeah. where it's just like fucking nuts and they would fuck with people going oh it's oh no the the water's cracking and like we're gonna go under because these guys are maniacs but yeah i i just i i've never learned geography i'm not good at geography period yeah. that's one of the things i got a map from my parents house we're cleaning out to just learn like because you know when you get on these tours especially there's a company that we both get shows from sometimes if you don't pay attention they'll put you on yeah. a weird thing and by and pay I, attention paul means saying no yeah. and if you just so oh i remember they got me one time i was like oh that that state is right next door sure wrong and then you're like oh i might as well be in canada right yeah now. yeah you look at you look at certain things and that's how i feel about canada because it's like there's so much shit there and there and then you, now i want to go back and look at like well did that location influence these great Canadian artists like Rush? Yeah. Think about something. Think I about. think that's like the Seattle type thing where it's like shit weather, stay inside and play music all day. Yeah. Well, there's there's a town, there's a big city. I now I don't know what the fuck it is, but uh, in Canada, that's right above Seattle too. Like yeah. a, a famous, one of the big. Places. Sure. I mean, and then there's, there's, you know, you get mountains and stuff like that involved and it's like, oh boy. My dream wrestler would be, from like, uh, let's say like the a, a big mountain area, uh, and he's a priest, right? And his name is Father Mountain. <laughs> well played. Thank you. Which takes us to our next song. Number four for Paul is Father Mountain by, uh, how do you say this? Uh, Calexico. Calexico. And, and the two bands, Calexico and uh, Iron and Wine. Which uh, is I'm very familiar with Iron and Wine, and the name. Calexico is one that I always hear. They're always on tour with people I like. They're just one of those bands where you're just like, I know them. I'm aware of them. I probably know more of their songs than I actually realize. Well, Calexico um, had a connection to Chicago. They were on the Touch and Go Records uh, label. So that we, we would get a lot of Calexico and XRT. Okay. And so That's I think they were why. pushing them back in the aughts. 
Um, but I, and I got into them a little bit. And Iron and Wine, the same way. Let's... Uh, These are um, two bands that I feel like have always been have consistently put out great music, and and I kind of forget about them a lot of times. And but this Iron Wine is just Sam Beam, it's a yeah. dude, um, and he had a song on this on this horrible not horrible movie, but it was a movie um, that he, they were in with um, in Bad Company or something. It was the guy Topher Grace was in it. Yeah. And uh, oh, I remember this. And this, they had a song on there that was so good. I remember coming home and just being like, "It's like a nine-minute song," and I, I learned it out of playing guitar. And I was like, "This song's the greatest song in the world." And then I brought it to my band at the time, which I don't remember. It was either Donkey with three E's. Or, oh God, I love it. Or Carmites, I'm not Donkey. sure. And they were all like, "We're not playing a nine-minute song that's yeah. so slow and mellow." Sure. Like, no, oh, we could speed it up. But anyway, the only um, nine-minute cover song you're playing is probably like. <laughs> The day the music <laughs> died, and then I you always, throw some Weird Al uh, Jedi <laughs> cover was, song in there. I liked I liked to play. I liked filling time because a lot of these shows you have to do two hours of music yeah. to get paid. Like a you play in a bar, they, you're a jukebox, but yeah. yeah. And so this would kill doing a long song where we could all like do an intro. I'm like, then we'll you play a drum beat or yeah. whatever. And I was like, nah. And then like Iron Wine, but um, this song was actually one. Uh, I heard on the Music Choice uh, Indie Station, if you're in Chicago on Comcast, it's channel 704. <laughs> and then uh, I remembered, like, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I, I really got into them. And I have, like, their CDs. I have Iron Wine and Calexico, too, and uh, both amazing bands. And they put this al- uh, album out last year. And I guess it was in, it's in one of those shows right now, Ozarks, or one of those shows yeah. that everyone's watching, and it's, like, the soundtrack for, which I don't have Netflix, so I don't know what it is. Yeah. What are you Didn't do? like it? I, I just I feel if I'm being honest I feel like these all sound very similar. Is that right? I really do. Okay. I, I I I well, it's consistency. I'm looking. <laughs> you definitely get that. I'm I'm going to give you a, a <laughs> in the consistency category. I'm going to give you a big check mark. Um, the beats permitted are consistent. Yes. Yeah. I I just felt like a lot of these were similar. <laughs> it was all like if, if I'm being honest. Of course. Like I th- I felt if we play them all at the same time, they'd all kind of just be like, be like is this yeah, the same cool. song? It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Um, but no, it, it's a, they're good songs. I, I yeah. the, to me, these are like good, uh, like background music songs, like yeah. to just have on when you're, which is what I'm doing. doing. You're doing yeah, your yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not uh, playing on Switch, so I don't, I don't know. Oh, bud, you got to get on the Switch, nah, man. man. I'm, I'm playing. It's a time killer. Everything. That's not. Listen, we have different lives. I, uh, I've very... just made up my mind that as far as comedy goes, this is a vacation. <laughs> I've worked very hard for the last 12, 13 years. Yeah. Uh, this is just my vacation. <laughs> all right. I'm, and I'm taking it and I'm enjoying it. I'm letting my hair grow. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, doing some days are, are better than others. And, uh, some days we get more stuff done than others. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. I miss comedy. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, you, I loved how you thought about trying to shoehorn in this next song. My final song uh, is by 
uh, the absolutely wonderful Kelly Hogan and the Pine Valley Cosmonauts. This is a cover of a magnetic field song called Papa Was a Rodeo. I didn't know it was a cover. Yeah. Uh, she does a lot of cover songs, uh, and, uh, and she does this one quite fantastically. Uh, again, Papa Was a Rodeo. Please enjoy. It's a it's a softer song. I don't know if I would have put it last if I would have reconfigured. I like this song. that all your songs have a storyline still. I like them. You're consistent with your uh, all-having I like uh, that. stories. She knows he wants to kiss her, and she's like, you need to plug that kiss with a beer. Yeah, she's on uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot Records She here lives in Chicago now. Yeah, yeah, she was in Wisconsin, I think, but moved back here. She used to be at Hideout all the time. I think she was a bartender there initially. Crazy. And, uh, yeah. Could have been there when she was there, and I didn't even know. Probably. I mean, this is a lot. This is like a long time ago. You this is still- great because basically she's she, in the song telling this guy like, "Look, I'm you know my papa was a Rolling Stone like or a rodeo, uh, and my mom like I I'm I'm gonna be out of town like you you it's can't a one night stand yeah." Thing. And then the, at the end, it's pretty fun where they have a guy singing it and he's like, "My dad was also you know a rodeo too, and my mom was this." So it's like we're gonna get together fine, and then. They stay together forever, and they have the the love story of the century. Yeah, but it's a cover, so doesn't it doesn't it ruin it for you? No, no, no. She there are certain covers where the person singing it, I'm like, this is your song. Yeah, this is your song. I love it. To me, like I, I remember when I was a kid, or even as younger, I'd be like, oh, I find out something was a cover, it would like it'd be devastating. Oh, no, man, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. There was a song uh, David Gray did a cover, "Say Hello, Wave Goodbye." And it was a cover of Soft Cell. Is that so, the Babylon guy? Yeah, Babylon guy. Really around, Babylon. But that 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 album, David Gray's that that's funny because he was he was big before that. He had he had connections to Chicago too, I think. So, but that album put him on the map. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, as far as uh, covers, because there's a lot of different versions of this song. Uh, are, do you like the Magnetic Fields? I didn't. I, I don't know anything about it. It's them. one of those. He wrote that I album, know. 69 Love Songs. Okay. Uh, it's literally 69 love songs and uh this is one of the the best that ones. he wrote the yeah wrote. yeah yeah so it's like but this is okay. this is one of the uh one of the best covers uh, and it's so good and it's one of those where it's just like to me i'm like this is her song i we I need it. to do an episode on covers best covers yeah mixtape i just figured that out you just figured it out right yeah. now yeah no that's for a sure. good that's a good thing or songs that people oh man that would be hard to that, there's so many good cover versions of songs, yeah. especially now. I mean, or, or like you said, hearing that's that's interesting that you'd heard somebody you a know. song was a cover and you're like, I've been like tricked. Well, because my songs are usually heartfelt that I enjoy, and uh, you listen to the lyrics like, like you said, you you see them as that yeah. was for you, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't though. I know, know? and I mean like, uh, it's like a it's to like a talk commercial. about country music. A lot of country music is written by other people right. or covers. But for the singer, though, yeah, and they shop it, and I yeah. get that, and that's and they're they're a lot of those same thing with pop singers, like they yep. they're like shop it to Britney. Here we go, 
I love when it's this like voice sounds familiar too. It's mine. <laughs> I never told you this. <laughs> Slide drop. But yeah, that's my uh, my fifth song. Papa was a rodeo by Kelly Hogan. Uh, check it out. It's a beautiful song. Oh, I love I love what you did there with your mix. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, love everything about it. Oh, thanks. But I have to bring us our last <laughs> song, which makes me hate that this is almost over. And the it song, would be so funny if instead of it would just be like two live crew, like hey, we want some pussy. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't see that one coming, Paul. <laughs> yeah, what if I like went like, all right, this next song is uh, so check that out. One in a million by Guns N' Roses. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, problematic. But um, this is uh another band. You I've know, been real to quick, on. yeah, because we love talking about how like uh, <laughs> Vanilla Ice tried to talk his way out of like it wasn't a sample. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Axel, I, I I was watching a thing about that. Uh, I was watching an Axel Rose trying to get out of the one in a million argument. Ooh, oh yeah. baby, dug it deep. Almost saying like I can say that because oh my god, I forgot the. Re- I'm not gonna do it justice. One in it a was million. one of those where I was like, buddy, you are fucking try again. Uh, one in a million is a song for those uh, millennials that don't know. Uh, he wrote a song where he says the words immigrants and. And uh, he says uh, tons of stuff. And yeah. this was this was when Axel was this re- is real piece of shit. Where he was wearing where he was wearing T-shirts that say like AIDS kills gays or something. Gays dead. Yeah. And, and the, the, F, the F slur for gays. Immigrants and F. Yeah. And uh, it was just Get like, the fuck out of our country. Or some so weird shit. Cr- and he's like, no, no, no. I'm not the guy singing it. It's a it's a character. Yeah. And, it's and I like, can say that because I'm an immigrant. Dude. Uh, yeah. He was. It was wild. It was wild. I was like, oh, buddy. It was kind of one of those, like, a, a, a mini doc on Guns N' Roses. And it was, it was, I think it might have been about the whole Spaghetti Incident album. Oh, right. It was such a weird, thrown together, kind of shitty minute. album. They wanted, yeah. they needed to put something together because yeah. people, they didn't have anything after. Uh, and then old appetite. Axel, old boy Axel, who, you know, to his credit, was a, a, a legitimate rock star and made good press for. You know, gave gave good headlines and stuff like that. But Absolutely, then this yeah. song, everybody was just like, "Dude, there's like you can't." And he was trying to like double down. Yeah, and I remember like, oh, as, like, as just a just shut the fuck up as a kid, uh, being a fan of and that album, that whole, the whole, uh, um, that whole album at Patience, all the, all those those slow uh, acoustic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, being an immigrant myself, I was like, no, he didn't mean that. Like yeah. you were you would defend the guy, but. They talk about that in the Stephen Hayden book too, about his rivalry with uh, Vince Neil, and then later, yes, with Kurt Cobain, yes, because of Izzy. Izzy dated uh, Vince Neil, took and a Izzy. pass yeah. at his, his wife. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play uh, our last song here for me, which is "Hated Here" by Wilco. I mean, I felt like you can't um, not have a Wilco song in a quarantine time, right? It's the time when yeah. you have to. I know you're anti-Wilco. You've been saying that since day one. I'm not anti-Wilco. <laughs> I'm just trying to start shit because, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a. I was. I've been listening to Wilco and Avid Brothers a lot during this time, and and, and it's timeless. There, Wilco is always going to be. 
It was always going to be there for you. Jeff Tweedy is going to be there for you. This is a good one. This To me, this feels like a, uh, oh, fuck, I miss drinking in bars so much. This is like a uh, Saturday afternoon empty bar type of song, kind of in like when it's getting nice out, like a spring. Oh, and you just yeah. put this on like a good bar that has a good jukebox and you can play some songs. Or the bartender's like, what do you want me to play? Oh. Here's, there's five, $5 on mm, that, man. And that's it. funny because there are so many good bars with great songs. And, and I know that the, this is going to be sacrilegious, but that late night bar on North Avenue that everyone goes to, we all love. Um, can't believe I can't think of the name. That's how stupid I am right now. Open late, cash only, crazy art on the walls. On Clark? On, on North Avenue. Oh, uh, Ale House. Ale House has yeah. a... I'm going to say it. I don't like their uh, jukebox. It's okay. all blues and jazz. Yeah. People, I know people say it's the greatest, but. Oh, yeah. No, that jukebox is, it's, it's fine for that place. But yeah. It's, it's, that's not, here's what I like. And I was, th- I was, ta- I was talking to somebody about this the other day. We were, we were chatting. I've been doing these phone calls, man. I've been calling, we're talking to people or calling people. Yeah. Wild. But we were talking about the perfect bar and uh, perfect bar, uh, pool table, not a lot of people, uh, open real late has food all the time, um, has uh, either pro wrestling or horror movies playing on the TVs. Okay. Or like just weird movies, like a good B movie or pro, or old school pro wrestling on the TVs. Oh, there was a place on Grand Avenue that, that was like that, but it yeah. wasn't open late and yeah. they played they played weird porn and horror. Oh, and good music. Yeah. And good music. Good music too. I like good music, too. Old old school porn, like 70s porn. Yeah, sure. they played stuff that wasn't that... 80s, that, yeah. And they had porn uh, brunch. God, I can't remember the name of the place, but you know what I'm talking about. But okay. uh, you know yeah. what we're talking about, guys. But um, So that's yeah. that's our mixes. That's our mixes. We're, we, uh, how did we do? Let us know how we did. Who, yeah. who won? Who, who lost? Won? I think it's clear who won here. You um, think you won? I think. Oh it, no, you do. You I think do. You yeah. Won. I, well, I think that in Indiana you won. Oh like, no. It was, it's one of those things where they do like, who do you think's gonna win the Super Bowl? And like the yeah. town, everyone thinks. Shit. I think. I think uh, you did well. Hey, what's the email if they want to tell us who won? PaulMartyMix at gmail dot com. You know what? You're you're probably gonna get more because our, our listeners tend to be from Indiana. <laughs> get out of here! Listen, <laughs> you did a great job. You had some good I li- songs. I on like there. yours. I like yours a lot too. I yeah. didn't. Um, I just uh, like I said, I, I think the wild, wild, wild. I wouldn't have picked that. Yeah, and that's it. I think everything else was you know, really cool. I but it's almost, consistent with your brand. Yeah, that if I it, the the only two that were on the chopping block was wild, 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 and tall trees. And again, I would have put like a a, a Darren Bradbury song. I think yeah. on there. Who the, you like? You like Darren Bradbury? I do. You got me into him. I yeah. like him a lot. The True Love song. Really oh cool. yeah. You know what? Let's let's yeah. wrap it up with a little Darren. Thank you all for listening to another episode of make us a mixtape we'll be back uh, soon with a guest but right now we're gonna we're gonna play it safe and follow the rules yes go out is. there find some love well not yet i mean you know this is a good texting time maybe text that person text you could, that kept person. thinking about facetime them facetime them call them Get into some shenanigans. Where can people find out more about you, Marty? Uh, at Marty DeRosa or uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling every week on the MLW Radio and Network. I'm at Paul for at Paul Farvar, Paul F Comedy on YouTube, Paul F Comedy website. Enjoy some Darren Bradbury as we, uh, which wasn't on any of our goodbye. mixes. It was almost on mine. All right, y'all. We trying to get high. We were just trying to clean the kitchen. Struck the right combination, yeah, nuts, there you go.